this is Just Another Thought Process. Just another what? Just another thought. Welcome back to another episode of Dragon Ball Z. Just another <laughs> thought process with Sebastian Sousa and James Rouse. Hey again, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Anyway, <laughs> uh, as I usually start very strongly, the we oh my god, every my time. brain. Every single time I start extremely strongly, as you know, I think it's the the you know definitely just, not nerves. You know, I do this in meetings as well. Like I kind of go in with a bit very very casual about the whole thing, and then then get into the deep shit. That's when it gets me. Okay. Deep. Okay. Anywho, so today, Ross, you you came up with this topic, um, so I'll let you yeah. take it. Uh, okay, so pretty much it's um, the over-reliance of internet technology and and the one and only Google. When you have mm. to Google everything to to see what's weather today, um, what should I wear, what color shoes do I like best? Really random examples, but we do it for everything. Yeah, outsourcing our, our all of our abilities thoughts. online all about thoughts. yeah it's kind of scary you know how, it is how, it's weird how much that the technology knows about us that we don't even know mm-hmm. about ourselves in a way that's it and you know what you're totally right on that you just uh little segue the amount of, of uh, data collected by all these companies they probably know us better than we know ourselves well they definitely um, will you know in the future there'll probably be programs or like you know, shadow versions of ourselves communicating with other shadow versions of other people. So, you know, my shadow version of like online version of me would be contacting you, be like, hey man, we're going to do it this time. You'd be like, no, no, I can only do this time. And we wouldn't have any like idea some, about this conversation. And then they like set it up. black mirror kind of shit. Dude, that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you, once AI is, is invented, this, this sort of thing's going to change. Oh my God. So you're telling me there's going to be a version of me that's smarter than me. Perfect. Yeah, but the scary thing is, is like once they start doing all this stuff for us, what purpose do we serve? Just sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Well, that's really we we become we do whatever they tell us to do, and we we would probably do our mm. our uh, like based on 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 their data because their data would would be based on what we do, which and then we we'd learn mm. to. Um, and, and you're right, like, it, it, it's already happening at the moment with our uh, Google searches, but also with microphones in your phone and your yeah, computer, yeah. depending on what kind of conspiracy theories you like. But or, it's legit. Or even it's advertising, you know, as soon as yeah, you say something, boom, it's in your face. Like, I don't remember looking at this at all, but for some reason, I'm kind of interested in buying no, this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for some reason, and I don't know where this came from, but like these these cool ass Japanese like kimonos like style clothing just started popping up all over my thing. I'm like, what the hell is this crap? I because you're I just, looking I, for Japanese kimonos, like you know the nice. like cool like samurai clothing. And okay. I looked, I looked in there. I'm like, wow, interesting. And I just started scrolling. Like I, I could buy this stuff, but I, I decided not to because I'm poor. It knows you. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, we we went a bit off topic, but that's. Pretty much where we think the world is probably going to go. Well, I think, I don't know if you agree with it, but I it think will. that's where it will go. I reckon. Over-reliance on the Google God. That's it. That's it. Uh, okay, so let's yeah. just go through how we sort of experienced technology and the change of it over our lifetime because we came in the world when, the, you know, the internet was sort of just in invented. the 90s, yeah. early 90s. Yeah, so I don't early, remember early being exposed to the internet all the time, but I definitely remember how it, changed man I, um, I remember primary school there were the these um these tiny screens maybe like not much bigger than my actual bloody head it had a huge little um box. a huge box underneath it and it was the clunkiest thing i've ever seen and it mm. all ran off off um floppy disks yeah i we didn't oh have- and and um yeah yeah well off off, off floppy disk drives all that was in or something that school, looked yeah. Yeah, or, or look just like a floppy disk drive. I'm not sure if it was or wasn't, but spitting image. I think and we, then, then I remember we were on that like mm-hmm. point where it changed from floppy to, to, to CDs because I remember having some floppy disks at one disks 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 at disks. one stage, and then it changed to CDs straight away. So you're playing Age of Vampires and all that stuff was on. Actually, dude, I, I remember like the transition as well. Zip disks. What the hell? Oh, is that what it was called? 
so so um so those floppy disks and then zip disks zip disks were were thicker fatter and had more memory on them i use them all really? the time yeah but you needed a, a separate drive to run it weird man man you're yeah. a real nerd nerd what the hell that is i don't even know what it was uh, so i only know because my mom uh, my mom had some and then the computers at school took them so I, I only it. remember floppy disks over school. We didn't get a computer until CDs were being used. Really? Yeah. So I remember our first computer was like a nine, nine, Windows 98, I think. Yeah. And I remember so playing. So like, mine, I think um, my, my parents got a computer in 1999. Or yeah, it would have been similar to them. I think it was... I think it was 2000 there, thereabouts. Yeah, I would have been. We'll yeah. say 99 just to be safe. Yeah, it would have been grade one. Yeah, let's say grade one seems very uh, doable. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> anyway, so we saw that and then, you know, that was a before. gradual transition. And yeah. also don't forget USBs as well. I remember the very first USB that we had to buy for our year seven class yeah, you, uh, was 200. a little... 126 128 megabytes. megabytes but you know you know megabytes. you know it's scary because we USB think that's stick. small yeah but you know 10 years by that you know two it's megabytes massive. would have been mass like we're like that's that is huge so the, the progression is crazy like we could store like certain games on on those things and then they they were tiny whereas you, yeah. you go to the games now and they're just like what well, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It's like 130 gigs or something what? like that. Yeah. That's big. That's huge. That's insane. Still doesn't beat Stick Soldiers. <laughs> what the hell Stick Soldiers? Ah, oh, don't worry. <laughs> I know. Ah. Oh. I think oh. I know what you're talking about. They're, 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 that was the cheat code, yeah? Mm. Boom. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So we were alive when that happened, and then we saw... I have vivid memories of using Yahoo as a search engine more, more proficiently than than Google. Google didn't come in my life. You know, I didn't have a Yahoo, relationship with Google. Ask Jeeves. Do you remember that one? Never heard of him. Who's he? Really? Yeah. Another one. What the hell was Ask Jeeves? Ask Jeeves. No. Same thing. It, it, it's a search it, it's another search engine. Yeah. And it just disappeared. It's gone. Uh, I I think it's. Jeez, I've I've even used it in over a decade longer you know you know what i found strange you know yahoo it's so much you know control over the popular what changed what happened why did it go to google that's a good question but, but because both were email clients both were search engines but yahoo had news um uh, had news coming out of, out of it as well so why google advanced i'm not sure i think they they probably developed more in software mm Mm, that'd be good to research. It's all I, I can really think. <laughs> Check that yeah, out. Yeah, we should have done that one. Oh, well. Um, so how did we get information? How did you obtain information back in primary school days, Rouse? Well, I don't remember oh caring about finding information from grade one to probably two, three. Probably started <laughs> happening more in grade four. Man, I, I, I remember uh, for me personally, the way I found information was my parents, mm. my teacher, or I would go to my school library and very, very, very politely ask librarian, hello, I need to look up this subject. And she goes and finds me the book. And then I go <laughs> back I to ask? my dad and be like, can you help me decipher this? <laughs> can I ask why you went to the librarian and had an accent? How are you going? It wasn't Australian. I don't even know what the accent no. was. Um, Hello, how are you? <laughs> well, the bit of our thing, you know, is as things go online, you know, hard books are pr- probably going to, you reckon hard book copies of book, hard books, hard, co- hard, copies hard copies of books, will they go out of date? Will, will no one need them at some stage? Because I prefer reading from a hard copy book, right? Yeah, it's, nice, it's nicer. It's, it's, I find it easier to sort of read. 
it's a mm. lot harder to read on that. It is, but you know what? Um, if, if you can ever get, actually for you even, if you can get like a, a large size Kindle or Kobo, no, probably Kobo are, because Kin, it's open. Kindle's okay, yeah. I, that's because it, it, it doesn't have nearly as much blue mm, light. Mm, so, mm. yeah. yeah. Um, Artbook's nice though. Plus you can highlight but, shit as well. Yeah, but I reckon at some stage there's going to be a switch and there's not going to be creating any hard books. There wouldn't be any purpose for them at some stage. Yeah, it's like most technologies. They they slowly become obsolete because they've been replaced and then once they've been replaced, mm-hmm. there's no market for them. Mm-hmm. And then librarians, will they be uh, useful at all? Like, will that be a job that's just gone? Like, would, will we have libraries? It'll probably just, it it'll just be on a archiving computer. things. Yeah. And you could, but imagine when everything's online, you could just have access to anything that you needed. It would be crazy. Crazy. But then, but then trying to sort through all that and, and decipher what, what is useful and what's not useful is, is the next thing. That's the journey. I think that you'll just come across certain bits of uh, information. If you're willing to take in that information, that point in time, then yeah. Um, so we got parents, teachers, books, and librarians. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, that that's what I, yeah. I think they're, they're the three main main, main keys. Yeah. I don't really remember. That well, was a long time ago. There's also by experience. I think we forgot that one. Learn by doing is probably yeah. the most important one. But if, you're, if you're writing a report on something... That I was thinking done, more academic. Yeah, yeah, academically, you can't... It's, which is weird because no, it's you the, yeah. the hardest way to learn. You get forced to learn the hardest way to learn. If you just went and did it, you'd probably learn like a lot faster. Yeah. Mm. But you wanted to talk about generational uh, information this past Generational day. learning and whatnot. Mm. So again, as, as you brought up, when I brought up that example, how to cook, learning from your mother, your nonna, even if your dad's a great cook or a great baker, learning from them and just passing down those experiences from person to person. Like, thankfully, my my mom cooks a lot. My dad cooks a lot. My dad cooks a lot. I also learned some cooking from, from my grandmother. I feel like I've now got a, a my, I'm, not, I'm not the best cook, but I can cook and I know my basics and then I can build recipes off that. But I feel like a lot of people just, ah, you know what? I'm hungry. I'm going to Uber Eats. Can't really be bothered learning to cook. Yeah. Because sometimes it's, it's easier. Well, you probably, le- you probably try to do it once or twice and be like, this tastes like crap. Because like, <laughs> I remember well. I remember the first three or four months that I started cooking, I, you know, 50% of the time didn't even enjoy what I was cooking. So it would be like, is it worth it? Is it worth going through this effort to not enjoy your meal? And then over time you sort of learn, all right, this is what I like. This is how I enjoy making yeah. things. And this is what I can cook. Okay. I'm going to go with this shit. Um, but I think, do you know the generational learning from grandma to grandma and like grandma to grandma, <laughs> grandma to, 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 to mother, to, to son or daughter. Passing on from generation that to gener- generation. There will be information in that, in that, in that informa- in in that generational learning that they've they've accumulated over a, a whole like that's exactly it. F- and like you know so- it's not necessarily the recipe; it's how to do all the little things. Yeah, and that information you do ta- that they that you take for granted that that has t- that is taking like decades or centuries to get to that point and get to you and what what had to be done and changed along the way to get that certain taste or flavor or even um that's it like no not not what was it where it's good for you like when food's good, where for, it's you. good for you nutrients like set like to no, yeah. nutrients. <laughs> yeah yeah but you're right like one one of my my mom's little secrets whenever she does uh, don't steal this everybody when my mom does roast vegetables, she sprinkles a hint of cinnamon over everything. Really? A hint of cinnamon. And it brings out this this little minute sweetness that is so delicious. Really? So now I just put a little bit of cinnamon on, on my roast vegetables and she never writes it down. She never really talks about it, but I know that she does that. But mm. she, it's for her, 
she just does it. She doesn't think about it. She doesn't mm-hmm. tell anyone. It's just her, her thing. Where did she? Where did she? That's her mom. I, I think yeah. I think mom or or an ex partner or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So um, so yeah, and that's actually where she learned. She she does really good Italian food mm. because um, she had an ex partner who was an amazing Italian cook yeah. who was Italian. He learned everything from his nonna, and then she learned vicariously through him. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. It was good transferred skills awesome <laughs> the transfer skills also one thing but it's also a connection i think with people as you as you're taught something you build like a relationship with the, with that person that's teaching you so i think that you know if we rely on technology too much is actually it will it will kind of create a barrier in a way because you know how, how else you yeah. connect with your family members and you know i, I feel like learning something with someone you remember a lot better because I, I've got this amazing pancake recipe that I found on Google. I can't remember it ever, but I know that Google has it saved. So I'm like, Hey Google, I open my recipe book opens up on, on my little Google nest home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to pick, um, pick the pancake one, picks it up and, and literally tells me the ingredients. And I'm like, Oh fuck, that's right. And then I go get everything, but I can't remember it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't stick in my head. Yeah, well, that's a perfect yeah. segue into what we want to talk about next, which was cognitive offloading. Yeah. Boom. So cognitive offloading is a place to store information. Hmm. So yeah, and again, the really good, the best example of that is is your example, like you, you told to me. Um, it's like Google is your hard drive. It's hmm. your memory. Hmm. It knows everything. It, it, but if if we have no internet, we can't access it. So it's like physically unplugging a hard drive from your computer or whatever. Well, you know, you just like cooking, like ref- using Google just for recipes. Will you be able to cook like decent meal without without Google? I mean, you'll have some of the skills. You, you have a base knowledge. You won't have all, all those like nuances that, that a chef would have. Like they just know That's that exactly this goes it. with this. And How much exact cup do I need? Do I just keep pouring in? Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, just it's just a big gamble until you sort of develop that skill. Um, but it, it, that's just not, it's not only for, um, cooking, there's a lot of skills that you can do and there's a great, there's, it's, there's positives to it, but there are negatives to it. And, and I think that over-reliance on it becomes a bit scary. Um, especially for things like, uh, like if you were too reliant on like GPS and you use it just to get anywhere and you don't yeah. really know how to get anywhere, if you got, you know, if the world went to shit, how to, how to which is probably That's not, exactly so it. But you know, but you yeah. know what? I've got a really good example with that. Um, when when I'm driving somewhere, I typically remember it and give me like if I drive there once or twice, two or three times, I can normally remember it as long as I've driven like two or three times within a week or two or three. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going the same route every single well, not every single day, but like three or four times a week, but I'm the passenger. No. I'm distracted. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know where the hell I'm going. Yeah, I know what you mean. I might remember some key landmarks, but yeah. if you give me the keys and be like, oh, yeah, you've been there a thousand times, go. I'll be like, I can kind of remember. Uh, <laughs> let me get Google. <laughs> so it's that focus on, on and, and, uh, that's it. And absorbing what you're doing. That's yeah. exactly because when you're driving, when you're doing something for the first time, you're paying you're, attention. You're engaged. That's yeah, it. Yeah. You're, using your ch- you're using your work you're changing your working knowledge into your long-term Ooh. one which That's is it. another segue into some stuff that i pulled so i pulled uh, uh i pulled some stuff from the interwebs get this hair out of my face um about cognitive cognitive offloading and whether it's positive or negative oh before i go into this do you think this cognitive offloading that we're doing is it positive or is it negative As long as we always have internet, it will be a positive thing. If let's say, if let's say NBN drops out or if internet just goes away or if you have a blackout mm. and then, then you need to bring something up straight away, you've got no power, you've got no mm. electricity, you're, you're screwed essentially. And then you have to rely on your own memory. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So it's good until you don't have access to it. Mm. What do you so think it, 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 it's a du- it's a double-edged sword. But do you think it's making humans less lazy? To, it's to making to them lazy things. Yeah. Well, you know, 
and this is one of the positives and negatives they go through, you know, yeah, you, you, you can offload stuff like memorizing dates, memorizing places, memorizing names. You know, in Facebook, you can get pretty much get anywhere. Even if it's not on Facebook, they're bound to be on LinkedIn. If not on LinkedIn, you'll find them on Instagram. If they're not on Instagram, you'll find them somewhere. Like That's you exactly. even Google their name. and or, Actually, no, you can't Google their name if you don't know <laughs> their name. But that kind of stuff, you, you, you don't need to store anywhere, which is quite a cool yeah. part of it, yeah? But, and you know what? Back onto that, what about like but back in the day, address books? Yeah, man. Imagine Who the hell has an address, and, address and, book now? And putting them all into like sending mail. Mail would be insane. Like, guys, this, man, this address. Christmas cards. Christmas cards were the shit. I don't send Christmas cards. I don't need them. They just I used paper. to <laughs> back when I was really young. Yeah? My mum my mom would make me write like about like 100 Christmas cards. Really? And we do it together. Yeah. I would have hated that. I'm glad my yeah, I did. Make me <laughs> but I, I like, I like, I enjoy the, the, the sentiment now. Yeah. Yeah. You've got it. And if I got a handwritten Christmas card, I'd be like, Oh snap. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I got one actually this year. I was like, did you? it was really nice. Yeah. Like, did you was, appreciate it? I did. I went up to him like, thanks for that, man. It was really nice. And it wasn't like a Merry Christmas, blah, blah, blah. It was actually a Merry Christmas. Thanks for, he made it, he personalized it. Which I found, I thought it was quite, awesome. quite rare, you know. When have you received a personal? Oh, I've, but then I've never received a personalized Christmas card. So I was like, whoa, what the hell? Apart from like family, <laughs> family members don't count. No, fair right, enough, you know, fair you know enough. What I mean? Yeah. Um, but going back onto sort of negative points, and, and I think it may be, it, I mean, it's, there's so many positives and I think the internet will will skyrocket our learning into like places that we we won't even imagine and it gives people in the potential of learning potential it gives people in poverty if if they have the access to the internet the ability to learn things that you know if they're if they're normally inaccessible exactly and they can progress a lot quicker and i think if we if, if utilized that way it's good but then if it's utilized for just social media and candy crush Candy Crush, like stuff that's not, that will not never essential. be. It's not, well, not current, essential. The current one, I'm being current, TikTok. Yeah, okay, TikTok. TikTok's fun. <laughs> Just swiping through. <laughs> shit. That, but All that's right. an addicting, it's an addicting app. Like that, that. And next minute, and next minute, like two hours have gone. I yeah. remember when I was young, one day when I was younger, I decided, you know what, I'm not getting out of bed. I literally had my laptop open and I went through YouTube. Yeah, and then next minute, I'm like, oh, I'll spend like half an hour looking at it. It was like four hours, five hours later. I'm I like, no. But the thing the is, it's, it's the, the videos. Go? Like you finish one, and there's already another one suggested for you, and it's like, and you're like, that well, does sound interesting. Yeah, you just keep going and going and going, and then you know, what is my star sign telling me about <laughs> my, my financial wealth? <laughs> yeah, but it's bizarre. All this information is there. Is it useful? And how do you, um, yeah. how do you, you filter you've got to it? Got to filter it. That's it. So, um, but again, I'm going trying to get back to this quote here. Negative, Nicholas Carr, who I've never heard of, he's the author of What the Internet is Doing to Our Brains. He, he's not so optimistic about the internet. So he's saying, as we, as we spoke about before, by relying on the internet as an external hard drive for our memory, we're actually losing the ability to transfer facts we hear and read on a daily basis from our working memory to our long-term one. So it's just, we, ne- we never process it, we never store it. We just see it, use it, it's gone. And he talks about, you know, if you don't have this ability, this ability of transferring that information from your working memory to your long-term memory is actually essential to the creation of knowledge, the creation of wisdom. So how can you ever get good at something if you literally rely on, on, an, on another um, piece of technology to, to give you that information? So, for example, if you're in a meeting and you've used Google your whole life and someone asks you a question... And, and you don't have you can't you can't look at Google and answer him the question. It's not that's not professional. He will ne- never no. you'll never be looked at that way. But if you can answer on the spot, and they're like boom, and you, you and you're able to give an argument on why or, or if they're argument of for or against, you know you put yourself in a much better situation than, than than having being reliant on that on that piece of technology. And I think that's what he's he's sort of referring to, you know. And I think it's reducing our ability to do that, and it's. I think it's actually done it to me in, in ways, um, but, you know. Yeah, no, fair enough. Because I suppose when you look at information, you absorb it temporarily and mm. you just regurgitate it. Once mm. it's gone, it's gone. But the process so I ask you a question learning. about that like a few months later, I don't know. 
gone. Tell me. But the process of learning it and, 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 and doing that, I think, instills it in your brain, even forever. Like like you did Greek, yeah, growing up. Do you think yeah. you'll ever forget, like, parts of it? Uh, parts? Well, to be honest, because I haven't practiced mm. my Greek properly in a long, long time, I've forgotten a, a, a bit of it. Mm. But I remember that when when I went to to Greece back in 2017, when when I spent a month on the Greek islands, all this information just started rushing back to the point where I got a headache. Really? I I, I was listening to to so much Greek that it was just coming back and all these words that, to be honest, I forgot. Mm -mm -mm. And I, because I never, I never, I never never reinforced my my learning because to be honest i i really only ever speak english yeah, um, but, but then but then i started to remember it and my vocab increased and that was only in like 30 days so mm-hmm. i feel like if i spent like a month or six months or a year in greece my greek would just come back but you're but you're but you're recalling stuff as it's happening so that's, that's, that's exactly i think it. that's an example of you actually having it in your long-term memory but you just haven't used it to be able to draw upon it as quickly, Straight but it's away, still yeah. there. Yeah. That's because you've learned that skill throughout your childhood and that was ingrained into your psyche. That's yeah. a perfect example. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> boy, boy. Uh, um, everywhere. I've got another little table here, which is the average number of Google searches per day, which is crazy because it's in billions and it starts from 2007. So I, I wish I got another graph from like 1992 because it would be amazing. So from 2007, there was 1.2 billion searches per day, which is not like small. It's not a small number. Imagine like that's the amount of data they have then. And then in 2013, it went to 5.92. So it more than tripled in eight years. So I would like to see where it's at now, 2020, but I, I'm guessing it'd probably be more like 10 billion searches per day, if not more, more. You know what? I would say a lot more because smartphones, especially back, back then. 2007, yeah. 2007, it wasn't really a thing. Like smartphones well, didn't it was really just exist. coming the, out. That just was, coming out. You got the and iPhone that would one like, coming out in two thousand and four-ish. The iPhone one, no number one. iPhone three, three iPhone three G, I think it was in two thousand seven, or something like that. Yeah, and then after the three yeah. G, the four, the four S, and whatnot. Yeah. That's a that's that's a long time ago, man. True, you could be right. I mean, how many Google searches did you And again, today? and again internet was on 3g networks which True. was okay but it was a lot slower than and 4g and also, now 5g is rolling out now yeah it's crazy oh, yeah. also you got to take into account how many people have been brought online since then so how many people are long yeah. online in 2017 2007 how many are online today you know That's if, exactly if 80 percent of the world are online compared to 40 percent of the world back then this number is going to be and, and then also think about you've also got every single person has has a smartphone. Well, almost every single person mm. has a smartphone. Mm. Whereas 2007, even 2010 or 12, a lot of people had it. But 2007, a smartphone wasn't exactly a thing. What do you my, 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 phone, my phone in 2010 was a Sony Ericsson E63. I don't know what the hell it is. Not my- really a smartphone. Oh no, a Nokia E6. I got my first smartphone in university. So it would have been 2010, 2011. Probably 2011, yeah. 2011, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got, I got uh, a, another Sony Ericsson, my very first smartphone, I think 2011. Yeah, yeah. same time, yeah. Because yeah. I remember get, I got the iPhone 4. I had that for a while. And then I went nice. to Samsung Galaxy S. Three, I had that. Wow, phone. yeah. And then I had an Oppo, and now I got the Samsung Galaxy Ultra S twenty. Yeah. Anyway, that's this is, about, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever owned like a brand new piece of technology that's that's like relevant. 
Okay, so he, Nicholas Carr thinks it's a negative thing, and there are a lot of studies as psychologists, neurologists, and other educators that say that that it's coming to the same conclusion that it, that we we have this environment that that encourages you know cursory reading, hurried and distracted thinking, and superficial learning. So it's it's a bit nerve wracking at the impact it could do and the negative impact it could do down the line, um, but we'll only know later, I suppose. Later in life. What do you reckon? We are the guinea pigs, essentially. Well, I don't know. Like, we're all on that line where we still had that... that the, the, the prior learning. Prior. Whereas yeah. people who have always kids had... Born, kids have yeah. iPads, like, now. Like, like when they're, like, three, two or three, they're already using iPads. So, you know, that's... that's crazy, man. The impact of them, I don't know. I don't, and I would... Don't know if it's a good thing. I don't know if it's a bad thing. Who knows what it'll be. It'll be interesting to find out in, say, 20, 30 years' time. All right. Let's look at the dangers of technological dependence. Actually, (laughs) I suppose before we get onto that, I suppose one one thing that... Actually, no. Onto that, you're absolutely right. One one huge... Okay, calm down, (laughs) Tiger. Um, One thing that having all this information accessible to us at any given waking moment is that we're almost never bored. Yeah. It's a big part of, uh, cause you're always doing something. And again, you may not be doing anything intellectual, but mm. you're always stim, uh, um, your, your mind's always been stimulated. Yeah. And, you, and when, as soon as you have a silent moment, you're like, I got to do something. What yeah, you do? start you start thinking and, and you, what you've got, you've got Netflix, you've got YouTube, you've got all kinds of online games. How am I going to numb myself for the next hour? <laughs> you've, got, you've got TikTok, you've got, you've got all kinds of crap that just to, to, you've got Pokemon Go where you can actually go out in the world and find Pokemon in the wild using um, augment, augmented reality. Yeah. And they don't even exist, whereas you could go walk your dog or go look for actual animals. Um, but yeah, and, and then you always get notifications. You always always telling Bing. you, there's always telling you that there's something on in this virtual world that that's that's really important that has to that's have exactly your attention. It. And, and I think and the, the, you go. No, no, go ahead. And the, the biggest thing I find with that is because we're never bored or or, or just because we're always uh, stimulated, it, it takes away the ability for creativity mm. or imagination mm. or, as you put it, very cleverly as well, innovation as well. Yeah. So, yeah, but oh, look, I'm really interested in that, in the creativity part because, you know, if I had access to iPhones and, and, and all this social media when I was like younger well i did have access to it but it was i was because there was a i had i was had a lot of restrictions because my parents used the internet if we ever went over the internet they couldn't do their work and you know so i was i was in a weird situation where i could only use a certain amount of time a day um and then you know i started writing songs and i started playing guitar and then and playing drums and would that have happened because that was your outlet that's that's how you entertained yourself would that have happened if i if i was too dependent on technology and 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 was always being was every every bit of my whim was being um what's the word I, i i get what you mean though you know what i mean yeah that's like when you're when every whim is satisfied you you just kind of like which also takes us back to like again like the current generations and even us um instant instant gratification instant satisfaction everything being instant 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 not waiting Mm. for anything not looking up things it's Mm. just always in front of successful at all times Mm. but you know would would would, you know if you go back would leonardo da vinci have created his masterpiece to see if he had social media or that stuff would uh van gogh would he have done all this crazy shit he did would he have cut off his ear if he has a phone you know would would all these people have have done what they did you know it's it's playwrights uh, musicians the beatles hell even um out of the like creative arts but even like architects designers yeah like all, all these people inventors the invention comes out of being bored and then be like shit i need to do this how do i do it mm. and just yada 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 back and forth back and forth until you're like shit okay i got an idea 
don't like work. You go out, you got time, you do it, you test it, it works. It doesn't work. It will be interesting if we are able to sort of advance technologically or, or even creatively in the future and whether this will help or it will sort of bring it back a step. Or maybe we That's have it. to bring it back a step to go forward a step. I mean, like take one step back. Ooh, you know what I mean? I like that. You know what I mean? I like maybe, maybe, maybe this this is just the path until until a, like a, a global in, That's good. enlightenment, which would be cool. Be very cool. I'm going for my Jesus look at the moment. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the that's that's the, be my the, look. Used to be, but now you know it's funny because you were on the first episode. We have a video of you, and you kind of look like a scruffy little little person. And then yeah. over time, I <laughs> you see me change into this whatever the hell I'm becoming. And you've just gone back to, to short regular, hair, clean shaven. Yeah. That's it. So you did speak about techno technological um, impact on innovation, and something I looked at was like how technological dependence could stall innovation if we become too dependent on certain types of technology. So, for example, if we're too dependent on smartphones, or would the technological progression would it force us to develop smaller, faster, more convenient smartphones rather than coming up with some awesome ideas like an Iron Man suit or hoverboards? Will oh, those oh, things come into life if we just man, keep... Man, back to the future, man. You lied to us. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I'm waiting for these hoverboards. And I really want them. I'm excited for when they come out. Or virtual reality. I'm, I'm, virtual reality is going to be great. Um, but another example of that would be our reliance on horses for transportation. So if we relied on straightforward information like what we're currently doing with smartphones, we would have focused on better ways to manage the horses, like automated systems for like clean manure or to train horses to go faster rather than inventing the car. And the car has been a huge chain, game changer to everything. Like that wiped out a lot of um, jobs, probably. Cars and trucks would have changed the whole world. And it also would have, would have created a whole new industry true. and a whole it's new sector true. for jobs. It's and true. then it would, it would have also changed logistics as yep. well because things get there a lot faster. faster. Also um, gave us a lot more um, a lot more options. Of, yep. of, let's say if we go down to a hardware store, a, um, a market, whatever, mm -hmm. because goods are going back and forth mm -hmm. at a rate they've never been. Yes. It's crazy. But it also creates another problem and then it created like sustainability issues. You know, we came over reliance mm -hmm. on, on like fossil fuels and, and whether that will change. Yeah, environmental you, impacts you know, as well. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. There's always, there's always pros, there's always cons. You've just mm -hmm. got to try to, and get to a stage where you find something that is as good as it can be without having to, without having... A, a huge detrimental impact mm. Mm. Cool, yeah, cool. because again a, a, a detrimental impact with horses they would die in the street yeah and then have to get rid of yeah, these like, horses on the yeah, street the horse, the horse exactly would it. like rot on the, on the street you know and, and, and that's wouldn't exactly be a lovely sight to be honest oh god <laughs> would have smelled amazing oh, urine yeah, lovely. shit flesh dead flesh <laughs> mm. and then people oh. people uh, yeah. So that's a danger, technological dependence. But another danger, uh, I think, there are lots of dangers. And a few we wanted to go through was sort of, well, number one would be anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. So I feel, you know, the more I use the phone, the more I'm sort of, not kind of waiting, You always feel disconnected, I feel. Kind of, but I'm, I'm like expecting someone to contact me and be like, oh, great, feels great. You know what I mean? And like, I get obsessed with, with like nothing. It's just going through you know what it is? news. When, when it's almost like um, you get a hit of serotonin every time there's a, a message or a phone call or something like that. And we've essentially been trained like, um, like mice when they, you ring a bell and you feed them, they're like, oh yes, mm. I, I, I get something that I enjoy. We get a little ding, that's our bell. We get a little message, we get some um, some social recognition because in the end, we're all essentially uh, social animals. Creatures, so we're yeah. like, oh, we like that. And then it's just, oh, I like that. And then so, we, we don't get it for long periods of time. You're like, oh, no one likes me, no one cares about me, no one's thinking about me. Yeah, well, so it ties into addiction as well. That's it. 
That's yes. exactly so it. Your anxiety is so addictive. It is. And and the scary thing is, you know, we're, we're already, and like we talked about before, you know, the impact of these, you know, three, two, three-year-olds that are already using these these devices um, and, and they will be getting, I imagine they'd be getting notifications of some sort, whether it be an educational game or whether it be a, you know, like what's those farm games you used to get where you, you know. Oh man, I, I, I used to love that the, the, there was a Simpsons version. Oh really? And Smurfs as well. Dude, I played that yeah. so long. They're, they're addicting. You just keep playing and every day you get a certain amount of points to use and then, but they give you notifications when you got, when you got like stuff to use. But it's that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. What would be the impact of a three-year-old? You know, they don't know, they don't understand the impact of gambling. They don't understand the impact of any addiction. Um, that's exactly it. Yeah, so that I think that's uh, yeah, a bit scary. So it's anxiety a scary and one, depression. I, I, the anxiety one, I I'm a bit. I'm not sure how would bring up anxiety. Um, not nothing. Uh, um, you know what? Be being so addicted to technology that you, let's say, internet drops, you can't access internet, um, battery runs right, out, yeah, you're like, yeah, shit, I'm true. freaking yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's the the fear of not having it, yeah, more so than than it not being there. Or or even when you like message someone and they're like, well, they haven't replied. Why haven't they replied? I saw they read it. They've read the message, but they haven't replied. Why haven't they replied to the message? There'd be yeah. anxiety there. Or even when you post something and it's not getting as many likes as you thought it would get, so you have that expectation, and then you, you know of- what that 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 can always sometimes be be flipped from anxiety to anger as well. You're like, why don't yeah. people like me? Why are people doing yeah. this? It, it crosses a really, it's a really weird line. Yeah, I know. And if, you know, and if you're young, you don't understand that. When you get older, you you realize, you know what. This is all virtual. This isn't real. You, you hopefully, hopefully you learn to pull yourself away from it a little bit more. Mm. Engage with friends, family, physically, face to face. Call someone. It's anyway. That, that's a whole another, a whole another, <laughs> another topic. Well, yeah, but I think there's this. This is part of our lives, and I think it will be a part of our lives for a long time. So if you can use it well, and I think there are positive ways to use social media, yeah, there are positive ways to use technology, and you know, rather than being caught up with like sort of like uh, gossip and 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 like that kind of news, mm. follow people that you admire, follow people whose skills that you want to learn. And you'll get their content, and I think that's a more positive way of using it. So if you love woodworking and you just follow all these different woodworking things and they just post all kinds of stuff that they're building and they build, and and then you, you're sort of gaining information of what they're doing. It's kind of like this generational passing. And I think that's where the power is because you've a- access to so many different people. You've access to so much different information. That, 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 that is the positive way that I see of doing it, and that's why, you know, what I have on my, You're absolutely my, right though. My social media, all all that kind of stuff, and to do with surfing. For a lot of people, is surfing, so it's always surfing videos. It's always, um, and you're always snowboarding, obviously. You're snowboarding. <laughs> I, I'm obsessed with finance, so finance is a thing. And then I'm obsessed with comedy and and laughing. So I have a lot of comedy stuff that comes through, and I just that's uh, awesome. Yeah, my my mine mine's all snowboarding. Mine's also cooking as well, cooking Cooking's and baking. Yeah, yeah. It's all like, oh, and puppies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They're the three things on my news feed. Mm. So sports, information, entertainment, I suppose. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. So a smile. It's good. All right, we got I love some, all that shit. We got some positive things in there. I feel like we've been talking a lot of negative stuff about this. this, this. At least we've got one positive in there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And again, it's how you use technology because technology, when it comes down to it, we've never had this much information ever and it no. is so exciting and it's so good. Yeah, and it has the potential to progress humanity to another level. If it's- That's it. But again, it's also got so much crap associated with it as well. Mm-hmm. But that, I think that's also, it comes down to the human condition as well. Mm. Well, um, well, you got to think, we're not really perfect beings. God no. There, I'm there, not. there is going to be stuff on there that's not valuable, you know. And that's what good. might be valuable to one person at one time could not be won't be valuable for the next person another time. So whether it's all crap or not, you can't even say. That's it. Mm. I also think it's yeah. teaching us to be very impatient, very very impatient. Just getting back to the negative stuff. 
You have 24 access to everything. You have 24 access to, to emails. You have 24 access to Facebook. You have 24 access to your bank. You have 24 access to pretty much anything you need. Like even food, Uber, you, not 24 hours. As long as the restaurant's 24 hours, you actually have 24 access to delivery food. That's it. Movies, food. Movies, well, in, yeah. And in the end, entertainment and, and food. Do you need anything else mm. apart from the house? <laughs> a roof over your head. Well, you know, it's debatable whether you need a house. <laughs> Just get a van. A couple <laughs> solar panels, you'd be right. Yeah, <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, and, yeah, it, I think it makes us less tolerant to learn anything that takes you more than a few minutes to sort of just quickly learn. Like, if you if you have that ability just to get that information, if if, if you watch YouTube videos and you don't get it in the first try, will you try again? And that's that's I a hope so. big question. But you know, not all the time. I, I, sometimes I'll do it, and then sometimes I'll look at it, I'm like, yeah, hell no, it's not happening. And I just close it, and I'm done. Um, Shit. Yeah. Anyway, we, we talked how it impacts memory and we've touched on addiction and then skills. So using smartphone or other technology regularly to replace or enhance a skill may also gradually reduce our ability to access that skill. Well, that's an interesting one. For example, if you use a smartphone to navigate locations in your city, you may never learn to read a map or navigate without the aid of a GPS advice, device. That's an interesting one. And actually, um, we we had a little had a little discussion about this before we started the podcast. Seb has never used the Melways. No, I've looked at them. Don't know I've how. never used one. I, I used to open them. To read what them? the hell is this doing? Yeah, no, I never I never read one. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. fair enough. Again, I, I I learned that skill, and my my parents when I was in the back seat, they were like, "Okay, we need we need to get here." figure out how to do it or before we did a trip really? my dad would always yeah he'd always like okay this is where we're going to be going how do we get there and i'll have to look i have to find i'm like oh this 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 is like yeah that's it that's yeah it's work. little things to learn it's good yeah but you're probably a good child i would probably like yeah nah it's not happening i don't want to touch that book it looks horrible oh god what are all Here these red lines mean that doesn't make any sense where are we <laughs> where's the car why, why isn't it telling me where to go? So whether technology is a negative thing or a positive thing is, uh, I think only time will tell. That's it. And it has positive, it has negatives. It does. You can use it positively and you can use it negatively. And we probably... That's with anything though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we probably spent more time on negative aspects, but um, I think that's sort of what needs to be being brought to the attention before like just so people are aware of what it can do to you before you start because going in crazy. The information it. is power. With great power. Complete <laughs> responsibility. You should do voiceover work. I don't know any other voice apart from this one. And then the man walks down the street. Anyway, I think we're going to leave it there. <laughs> um, call, it a, call it an evening. Uh, it's been, oh, actually, I wanted to touch on coronavirus. I know that we're trying to end it, but I want to touch on coronavirus and, and yeah, how this may be impacting this. You know, with, with coronavirus having happening now, people are becoming more reliant on technology because they can't leave their homes. They're more reliant on the entertainment. They're more reliant on, on social media. They're more reliant on, on, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's, it's, uh, it's becoming a bit, it's sort of it, not enhancing it, but kind of speeding up people's use. It, 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 it's, Forcing people to, to first off get used to the idea mm-hmm. of using technology where they would have never even thought to use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then because more people are using it, it's forcing innovation. So you, so developers will come to problems. They're like, oh my god, I've got too many people coming on the servers. I've got to try and create a new channel. Mm. And I think that's also where Zoom came out of nowhere. Yeah, who had heard of, heard of Zoom of at Zoom. the end of 2019? No one. It just what the hell is crazy. That's exactly. It was always Skype, and now, who uses Skype at the moment? No one. Uh, We're business. recording this on Zoom. We are. We are doing it on Zoom. 
piece. Yeah. So, um, thanks, thanks, Zoom, thanks to Zoom for for uh, funding this. this uh, thank you for uh, a word from my sponsors, Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't give us anything. We're just using their shit. That's but you're right. You're right. It did. It did create something out of out of places that you didn't expect. Like I didn't. I've never heard of Zoom before for this. But um, I I actually don't know why it's better. It's really the same to me, apart from the fact that you can record. But it doesn't it hasn't it doesn't have that much difference. I don't understand how it's in the end. It's the same. Yeah, right. It's not like it's not like it it shoots. Uh, but, 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 but you know what? Though? The best thing about it is again, I haven't used Skype in a few years, so I may I'm, it may have changed. I might be wrong, but that's okay. At least Zoom, you can just throw in an email address to random people. You don't actually have to add them as friends or contacts. Uh, where right. Skype uses contacts, so. Let's say you've got a class mm. and that's why it's been so good for educational purposes. Mm. You send out a email to all your students, right? You start the class. That. You've also got the ability to use external, external, like, like say a secondary camera, mm. use a phone or use a tablet and then use it as, as a, as a, a demonstration platform as well, rather than just communication mm. where I think, to my knowledge anyway, Skype is more just video call face to face. Yeah. You might be right about that. I forgot about adding people to your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this is a lot, lot more convenient. Well, it's funny but, but, how but, yeah. a small change is, is impacted it that crazy. That's yeah. it. But then the most amazing, the best thing about Skype is load some credit on do an international call for dirt cheap. Uh, why can't you just use your phone? International calls. Yeah, don't you have international Expensive. calls? Expensive. Is it? Can be. I don't make international calls. I just use the uh, the online the online stuff. And oh, on the line. Thank you to our thank you to our sponsors for uh, for doing that. <laughs> and this is our ASMR segment with Sebastian Souza. ASMR. What's ASMR? Oh, is that that weird crap? Google it. Yeah, it is. That is. that like. That stuff. Yeah, okay, stop. Uh, I don't understand that. See, that's that's one thing about the the internet that I don't understand. Who comes up with this stuff, and then who watches it? People. <laughs> no judging. Anyway. All right. I think we better definitely call it. It's been a it's been We're a gonna time. wrap this up, guys. Thank and you. I so haven't much seen Rouse in months, again. and he looks the same. Yeah, it's been a while. I do. Yeah, it's, yeah. You I look, look the same, same as when I was fifteen. You do. You do. I, I look like a. I don't even know. Hairier version. Yeah, I don't know. definitely changing. I'm definitely yeah. aging well. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. All right, I'm you guys stay it. safe. Um, <laughs> have a lovely weekend or week. It's right, Tuesday. It's gonna be Tuesday tomorrow. Have a lovely week and stay have safe. And I hope I hope the world doesn't explode in in the next twelve days. But if it does, have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's call it. I'm gonna All say right. goodbye. Sweet. Sayonara. Toodaloo.